In this week's episode, we dive into the recent Nintendo Direct. Oh, and don't forget, Sony did a thing too. I'm Barry. And I'm Anthony. This is episode 66 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast, the podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. As always, before we start, I'd like to say a massive thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Short Gizmo and Bobby Sox. Thank you very much. Really do appreciate it. But also, before we jump into it, you've drawn me in. I've drawn After you in. After last week, speaking about this power simulator. Oh, power simulator. That's it. I'm now, I'm, I'm now addicted. But knowing me, Sam's is also joining us well, too. <laughs> um, we've done quite a few missions together. Sorry, missions? Levels? areas whatever to together completing it but yeah samson saw me doing it goes i want to try it too so i'm walking in he's there washing down the cars and bikes and stuff like that. it's quite i don't know there's, there's a bit of it is quite of, cathartic isn't it just it's, it's, that's the word i'm trying to think of. and then oh, frustrating yeah. when you get to the last bit and you can't find that little speck of dust that's like on the underside of a windowsill or something stupid yes well it's not my fault it's my four-year-old son's fault because he got me onto the game as well. I think he saw it on YouTube. Yeah, I'm addicted. Well, other than that, we've also been playing a lot of Stardew Valley last week, haven't we? Yes, we have. And again, it's another game you can easily go around. Just you just pot around, farming, yeah. and going king games in a dungeon. Well, we've got a couple of chickens, a couple of goats, and cows. We're getting yeah. there. We've not just got some normal chickens. We've got a... Um, a void chicken. Void chicken, that's it. So, no, I'm, I'm quite enjoying playing that, and I've been playing a bit of Animal Crossing again as well. Have you? Yeah. That's one that I've never sort of gotten into. Esther did. So my wife Esther and then Samson as well. I did get a house built on the island for me and stuff like that, and I have gone on it a couple of times, but it's more Esther's thing. She takes pride in her island. Samson's ruined it for her, though. It upsets her. The real question is, what fruits have you got on your island? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you're not used. You're asking someone who doesn't really play. Oh, I have no idea. I, I need to get something other than apples so that I can sell them for huge, huge profits. I'm pretty certain I've not got apples. Come on then. You can start us off. Right. First of all, I apologize. I am ill. I've been back in work for, what, two days at this point and somehow managed to get ill. Yeah, have you? What? <laughs> I have no idea. I've had a week off. It was fine. As soon as I go back after a week off, I'm ill. So I apologize if you hear me coughing, spluttering, or just crying in a corner. But we'll <laughs> start the podcast with your favorite topic. There is a brand new trailer for Sonic Frontiers. And this is kicking <sighs> off the Tokyo Game Show. Something which I'm sure we'll talk about next week. What is an episode without Sonic? Exactly. It can't be an episode. At some point, people are going to get bored. I well, let's face it, it's been going since 1991, and people obviously still aren't bored of him. He's not slowing down anytime soon. Well, he's Sonic. He never slows down. Gotta go fast. Not gonna lie. The trailer has got me more excited. Yeah, it's a game. game where it gets better with each trailer, and the trailers at this point are only like a week apart. It really, really does. I like the music. It's I really like the song. Very Linkin Park, I think isn't it? Does it? I feel. Fits. It is. It is. And I'm getting more and more impressed the more I'm watching it. I do like the Titan enemies. Yeah. They look pretty cool, but at the same time, they do feel out of place as well at times, I think. There's always been large enemies in Sonic. No, I know. It's just this the amount of them that seems to be. I think they look very generic. That's the issue I've got. There's no 
nothing iconic. It's not like the Death Egg robot or the Badniks, where you look at them and go, oh, that's a motorbug, that's a buzz yeah. bomber, that's a chomper. It's Oh, it's straight from your Genesis. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a pointy thing with more points on it, and that one's got two legs, that one's got four, you know, yeah. that's it. No, it, yes, it's nothing that defines it to be part of the Sonic universe. Well, the latest trailer does have one of the songs I talked about being teased last week. It's called Vandalize. And it does confirm the existence of the Chaos Emeralds and Supersonic, so no one will be surprised by that. Do you think the surprise? Would you rather have not been surprised? Or would you rather have, uh, would you rather have played the game and be like, whoa, is it? Well, in all fairness, I'd, I'd rather them be in there and them not tell me than show me in the trailer. Because I can guarantee that supersonic part is one of two points in the game. It's either the very beginning or the very end. Very end. It's nothing yeah. in the middle. I'm almost certain of that. Going to have to be more towards the beginning, surely. I don't know. I also find that with these games, they're getting very repetitive. It'll be collect the emeralds and then your last boss is an event where you control supersonic. So if they do mix it up, I'll be grateful for that. And please, if they have supersonic in it, well, which they have... Let us just play as Supersonic whenever we want, like the old games. Yeah, rather than sort of restrict to certain times and places, and then once you've finished, that's it. Yeah, there was nothing better in Sonic 2. Going Supersonic and breaking the game. <laughs> going so fast that you literally sail, you fly over the entire stage. Well, yeah, because I, I watched you doing it on... Um... Sonic Origins. Yes, on Origins. Right, should we get on to the first of our two events that were yesterday? Yes, because bizarrely enough, there is a lot to talk about today. There is. Thanks, Nintendo. 40 games in one go. And then Sony. Of which we can only talk about a few. So let's do the Sony one, because as I said earlier, Sony did a thing. (laughs) Did a thing. Wasn't exactly our thing, but it's a thing. So there's not an awful lot in the way of retro or retro-styled games in this. No, there isn't, but I do think there's a few impressive-looking games in this list. There was. The first game that came up was Tekken 8, which, in typical Sony fashion, only said it was coming out on PlayStation 5 at the end. Is this for like every game in the uh, state of play? Yeah, all of these games never had anyone else's branding on them, so they never said Xbox or Switch or PC or anything like that. I, I don't get why they do this. <sighs> it's Sony. So, Tekken 8 looks visually it looks very impressive it does it looks really really good i'm not a big tekken but fan though i am i've always enjoyed the tekken games they've just done a tekken series on netflix which i again i really enjoyed i think they did really good with that there was a tekken movie that was absolute garbage i'm not talking about that just we never talk about that just shush. the animated series is good netflix let's leave it at that yeah, but I'm on. I'm on about the games. They just never feel as fluid as something like Virtua Fighter. I've always or enjoyed them. They're all alive. I enjoy the style of fighting where you can't just go and literally joggle someone constantly until they're dead. Because I feel you can. I've seen people do it in Tekken. You can, but it's a I lot easier Tekken to too. get out of it. And I'm sure this. I've mentioned this before. Phil used to go. Um, I think there was two characters, Angel and Devil, and he used yes. to just fly in the air and fire lasers at me. I'm like, what? Yeah, but that. That feels dirty, dirty playing. I'm a wrestler with a cheater's mask on it. Well, I think it's a mask. It might be his actual head. I don't know. What am I supposed to do when he's flying around firing lasers? And then Tekken 3, he went a baby dinosaur that all my attacks went over its head and it just kept farting at me. I'm like, what, <laughs> what am I supposed to do at this point? So, yeah, um, that might 
be partially the reason why I don't like the Tekken series. Play Tekken with me, and I'm sure you have a fun, more fun experience. I but have Tekken it. 6, I think it is, and it just feels too clunky. Now, I always like to play Steve and King. They're my two characters I go as. S- Steve? Yeah, he's the boxer. Oh, right. For a second, I thought you said Stephen King, and I was like, what, what's he doing? No, now? Steve and King. Yeah, King. King's the wrestler, isn't he? I was just on yes, about. Yes, Visually, looks impressive. I'm sure it'll be a good game, but it's not my kind of game. I might try and get you onto a Tekken game at one point. There'll be no fill, so... I just don't like the way it plays. Next up was a few PSVR 2 titles. Yeah. So, so far, we'd only seen a very brief snippet of one of the titles, which was Horizon Game. Yes. Well, now we're going to get a new Star Wars title called The Galaxy's Edge Enhanced Edition, which looks all right. And the next one is called Demio. And this is a tabletop RPG that you play in VR. Now, I'm not a tabletop guy, but it looks actually pretty good. I'll be interested to see a bit more about it and see how exactly it's going to work. Mm. It looks like you're just playing D&D or something, but in VR. And you can visualize like the dungeon and the characters and everything below you. So it gives you more of an immersive experience, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks like a unique way to play something like that. If this game's multiplayer, especially if like one player can play as like the GM or something, it looks like it would be a lot of fun. Again, not typically my sort of game. Now, there was actually another game like a dragon that was kind of like a samurai game that kind of looked quite good. And yeah. reminded me a lot of something like Devil May Cry. Yes. Again, a lot of these, they're not really retro or retro related titles. But one I like the look of, and I think you did as well, was Sinduality. Yeah, well, you know me. I love a mech game. Anything to do with mechs, I'm in for. This is a mech-based survival game. So it looks like it has got a bit of base building to it. Exploration, clearing enemies, gathering resources. I would love... It if this was multiplayer because this is also coming to the Xbox series and yeah. PC. As soon as I saw the trailer for this and it only said PS5 at the end, I went straight to the website to double check. <laughs> it's coming to Xbox series and PC. Well, because you knew this would be my sort of game. You're like, let's just double check this. I must admit, I saw it and the design of the mechs. I went, oh, is there another Sakura was? And I was like, ah, oh, no, it's not. Oh, well, actually, it looks quite See, good. See, anyway. I thought it looked a little bit similar to Lost Planet. Um, but then I realized the mechs were a bit more clunkier, so I was like, maybe yeah, not. Yeah, it was more of like the oval-shaped mechs that I saw. Yeah. And it was like, oh, Sakura Wars. But it wasn't. That's what I want another Lost Planet game. So Rise of the Ronin is another one that's coming out. Now, this one is actually a PS5 exclusive. Yeah, this so- one actually is a PS5 <laughs> exclusive. Not just making it look like it is. Now, this is by Team Ninja, same guys who done, well, actually Dead or Alive, which we mentioned before, but also the Ninja Gaiden series. Yes. It does look interesting. It looks a bit like Assassin's Creed, so stop but with <laughs> Ronin. Yeah. Sorry for Assassin's Creed fans. Other titles that they did show off was Hogwarts Legacy, Pacific Drive, Stellar Blade, which is kind of that anime one, I think, that you were saying where they were in status pods. Yes. Yeah, that is that one. That was previously called Project Eve, and they show God of War, Ragnarok. They all look good, but they're not really retro-inspired games. And the fact that neither of us have PlayStation 5. No. Probably 
will drop off our radar a bit quicker than they should. Hogwarts Legacy isn't competition. It's on all consoles, but yes, but there is an exclusive place on the PlayStation One. I think there's a shop or something. It said on a PlayStation uh, One again. Harry Potter. It's not the kind of thing I I enjoy. So yeah. No, I understand. Especially when I was younger, I had big round glasses and I used to get called Barry Potter an awful lot. So, I, you know. I've got a scar on my forehead above one of my <laughs> eyebrows and they're also called Harry Potter as well. You know, wearing glasses. Again, round glasses with a scar on the forehead. Me too, me too. Um, People are. <laughs> what? Right. Well, the meat of this episode is going to be about the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, I guess we should jump into it. As always, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so for free by leaving us a review on your favourite podcasting app. Now, this really does help us reach more listeners and influences the direction we take the podcast in in the future. Alternatively, if you're able to, you can visit our Patreon and become a member for just as little as £1 per month, where you'll receive occasionally the early but always the ad-free version of the podcast and we will even give you a shout out in the next episode so nintendo direct we were completely wrong in what we thought was going to be shown off we got one bit right where we got the name for the next zelda but that was it really we didn't even get the name for the next zelda even though well we say we were wrong no 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 the um, rumours were wrong. Yeah, yeah, let's blame other people. Let's not yeah. take any personal responsibility. I am very sad, though, that there wasn't an announcement for remakes of the Zelda games, because I would have loved them to help me tie over till the next Zelda series coming out. I'll be honest, there's still plenty here to tide you over. That's true, but as you know me, a lot of these are turn-based JRPGs. Not only a couple of them are. Right, first of all, I reckon oh, okay. this should not be called the Nintendo Direct. This was most oh, definitely no. the RPG and Farming Simulator Direct. Yeah, the amount of farming simulators I'm pulling out. Where are they getting these from? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, one of them at least is from the GameCube. Are people asking for more farming simulators? That's my question. Um, I am. <laughs> we've got something Stardew Valley as it is. I know. You've I got know. we've got plenty to do at the minute. I've run out of systems to buy Stardew Valley on though, so obviously I need new farming sims. No, no you don't. Well, the first game up was Fire Emblem Engage. Now, as you just alluded to, this isn't your type of game, but is most definitely my sort of game. Yes. So tactical RPG, it looks pretty good. Yeah, don't get me wrong, it does look good. Graphically, I think it does look impressive. It's just, I think, to me, it's the whole element of going into these massive that well could be really long drawn out battles and that i just i don't know just don't sit with me i can't just sit there and just ah oh, see you know, do one review plan that plan that plan that plan that and then watch what happen it's like i uh. see i like that because you get to the point where you realize you've like turned the tide of the battle and you're like oh, that's it from here on out they're on the back foot or vice versa you realize you messed up and you're on the back foot for the rest of the battle now, in this title, you take control of Aaliyah, a divine dragon who awakens after a thousand-year slumber, following on from a devastating war, and in traditional Fire Emblem slash RPG fashion, your character's lost his memory. Now, oh, this no. is a trope of the main character with amnesia that I really don't like. 
It feels lazy. So many games have this where you wake up and you just don't know what's happening. You need to figure out what's going on. It's just like, oh, just... oh yeah, there's loads of them. I guess so they don't have to think of a backstory. They can just well, bang something Well, often they in. do give you the backstory just later on. I just don't like it at all, <laughs> to be honest. No. No, there's, there's better ways of setting up a game. Yeah, definitely. Now, this is getting released on the 20th of January, so next year, but it's really early in the year. And there is going to be a collector's edition called the Divine Edition that comes with an art book, art cards, poster, and a steel book for the title as well. Um, I'm kind of getting a bit not interested in the collector's editions at times. I mean, especially at the minute for my Nintendo Switch games, mm. they all sit in a case. They don't sit in their still book cases or because I have a still book case for Pokemon. Yeah. And I don't use it because it just sits in my Switch case with the rest of my games. So is that one of these where it comes in with the normal game plus the steel book as a separate thing? Yes. See, I don't understand that. So the first yeah. steel book I got was Halo 2. Well, the game went in there because you didn't get a normal case for it. I don't see the point of giving you a case and the steel book. Yeah, because I think for Sword and Shield, I got Sword Steelbook and just the original case. And then also for Arceus, I got Steelbook and the case. So I've got four cases that are empty because the game's in my case. Yeah, it just seems really redundant. Yeah, it's pointless. Yeah. Moving on. This one you might be quite torn about because it's another strategy RPG, but it's got mechs. I am torn about it. I saw it and I was like, it does look cool because of the mechs and everything else but mm. it's a it's a strategy rpg so i'm like eh. so from mission first the remake now has a release date and it's coming this november we haven't got an exact date but november so it's not far off at all not only that though front mission 2 remake is coming next year yep and on top of that they've also announced that front mission 3 is also getting a remake that's in development so Maybe 2024, one a year. Maybe, may, maybe next Christmas, to be honest. Yeah. Depends when Front Mission 2 comes out. Now, again, these titles I want to get, but I've got so many games. I've still not finished Triangle Strategy. I'm not surprised. Well, yeah, but you've got flipping, I don't know, 20 odd games in your drawer. You're not even opened yet, so don't even. No, they're all open. I think maybe one game might not be opened. Okay. Oh, we've got stuff like Final Fantasy and that that's going to take you flipping hours and hours and hours to do. I know, I know. But this game, I think, looks quite interesting. The first farming simulation we've got here is Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life. Now, this looks pretty good, and I like the way that your character ages over time as well. And yes. if you have a child, your child also grows up as well. You do die in this game of old age. You do? That's yeah. a question I asked Barry just before the podcast, because we talked about it, and I went, do you die of old age in this, seeing as though your character ages? You know, does he just stop aging or does he die although it's called story of seasons this is actually a remake of harvest moon a wonderful life that was released on the gamecube and i think it might have come out on the playstation 2 as well i do recognize the name yeah there, there was a whole thing where modern story of seasons games are harvest moon but the games yeah. called harvest moon are just that game in name only okay the developer owned the rights to the games but not to the title how's that work i'm assuming the publisher owns the right to the harvest moon title so they now continue the series themselves under the name of story of seasons 
actually speaking about games that I've still not completed. <laughs> so I actually have one of the many games that I still need to complete is Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town. Okay. Which is a remake of Harvest Moon, Friends of Mineral Town. Do you grow and die in that too? Uh, not as far as I'm aware. So in this, when you grow and die, what do you start playing as the child? Or so you, yeah, you take control of your child. I think it's on the fifth or the sixth year your character dies of old age. Okay. And what you do is you will take control of your child, who will continue from the age that your character was on its third year. Okay. And then I assume. If you go long enough, they'll have a kid. Same thing will happen. It'll just keep ripping. So it'll be a cycle. Yes. That's an interesting way of a game doing it. It's not often that sort of mechanic is put into a game. No, there's been a couple of games, but yeah, it's it's uncommon. Very uncommon. We may as well just go through all these farming simulators in one book. We'll try and do as quick as we can. Yeah, just get through them all. So the next one was called Fae Farm. Now, this one is four-player co-op both locally and online. And you seem to do a lot of exploration and it reminds me of a cross between Harvest Moon or Story Seasons and Animal Crossing. It looks a lot like Animal Crossing, I'll be honest. Again, this is a game that I wouldn't mind trying and I'm sure something that we would play together online. Oh yeah, definitely. It does look good. I like the quirky sort of style it has as well. I I think the animation sort of suits the game especially. Actually, two games it reminds me of is Animal Crossing and Portal Knights. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> the style of the characters. Yeah. You're right. But there yeah, it's definitely a game. If I can, I'll, I'll try and get around to playing. But I said, you, this will be uh, one you're playing like 25 years time. You can get around to it. Yeah. Yeah. When I get chance. When I get time. We haven't got a release date for this at the moment, as far as I'm aware. But I would no, imagine not that I could see. It'll be a 2023 release. Yeah, I think everything that was announced is either coming out this year or next year. I think one game they announced and they even said it's coming out today. They said, "Here's a game we're going to show you for the first time." Oh, it's coming out today, by the way. Yeah, oh. just shadow oh. drop it on you. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on to the next farming simulator, which is Room Factory Free Special. Which is a remaster of Room Factory 3 for the 3DS, I think it was. It might have even been the original DS. And they kind of gone backwards on this. So we've just got Room Factory 5, which was released not long ago. Yeah. Um, which I might have ordered and not played. Um, <laughs> and at the moment, I am actually going through Room Factory 4 special. <laughs> I wanted to complete this one before I went on to Room Factory 5, but now Room Factory 3 is coming out, and I'm like, ah, come on, let me break. You you just need to stop buying games. Uh, Yeah, I might have a problem. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like, not, not, like, just, you you, you go on about saying, like, I need to save for this. How many games are you buying and just sit in your drawer? They don't sit in me drawer. I just don't get a chance to complete one before again. How much game-related stuff do you buy and don't have a chance to use? Um, well, last month I spent, well, like, I don't know. 100 quid? Is this including your pre-orders of the um, Sega? <laughs> 200 quid? <laughs> Forgot about that. But that doesn't count because it's not here yet. <laughs> 
it won't count at the end of the month when it comes because I didn't pay for it this month. <laughs> <laughs> there's always a loophole right anyway of course there is. so rune factory 4 uh, sorry rune factory 3 again another farming simulator you can go out you can battle enemies it's got like very rudimentary role-playing elements to it it's nothing i don't remember the trailer for this one i'm trying to really remember there's so much things to watch i can't remember this one it's the one that probably didn't look very good compared to the other games i'll be honest possibly just because it is an upscaling of... I can't remember if... I think this was a 3DS game. And this actually started off as part of the Harvest Moon series and got splintered off from it. I'm sure the first Rune Factory was called a Fantasy Harvest Moon. Okay. And then just went, oh, we'll deviate from this and go somewhere else. Now, the one that I was most excited for and instantly went and downloaded the demo and then fell asleep while the demo was downloading and haven't got a chance to play yet is Square Enix's Harvestella. I was planning on getting that downloaded today, but completely forgot. So I'll download it later on. I'm not yeah. going to try sort of over the next few days. Since I'm off. As they've done recently with other games like Triangle Strategy and that, this is yeah. like the first part of the game. So you can play through it. And if you get the game, continue your save on. Okay. So it'll be a fairly decent chunk because from the other demos, they were like yeah, a they good were a couple of hours, few hours. Yeah. yeah, they were like an hour or two. So nothing massive, but more than like typical demos used to get back in the day, where it was like five minutes. All right. Well, talk about something massive. Octopath Traveler Two. Yes, I was actually surprised to see this, and when you saw it, you were like, "What? There's already an Octopath Traveler Two? They've only just released Octopath I'm Traveler." Sure, it was more than four years, less than four years ago. When you said that, I was like, no way. It was four and a bit years ago. I think it was like June or July 2018 it came out. Honestly, that surprised me. I felt like it was only just released last year or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... I, again, another game I want to get. I've still not completed Octopath Traveler. <laughs> I started playing it on the Switch, got a big chunk in it, and I'm, it came out to Game Pass. And I went, I'm about to say I'm Game play Pass it now. on Game Pass. I can get, get achievements. achievements. Started all over again. Got, got further than I did on the Switch version. And then, obviously, something new and shiny came out and distracted me from it. That's the thing. With having Game Pass especially, the amount of games that we'll sort of hop between because it's like, oh, a new game's added. Let's give that a try because it's free. Download it, play it. And we lose the last game. We kind of like drift away from last games. Yeah, but especially with RPGs, you come back to them and you're like, what was I doing again? Yeah. Oh, see, no, it, see it, this it, is no. complete opposite from when I was a kid, when I had like two games for a console and I just hammered those two games. Yeah, now we're like spoiled for choice, especially with Game Pass. Yeah, now, honestly, yeah, what, what's it called? Doom scrolling. You just sit there scrolling through lists of games and yeah. TV shows on Netflix and that, and then never actually end up selecting anything. That's that's the problem now. Except man's Doom draw looking where I just go through all my Switch games going, eh, what do I want to play now? <laughs> and then you kind of go, oh, I don't play any stuff. It. Yeah. Now with Octopath Traveler 2, this comes out on the 24th of February, 2023. So you've not got that long to wait at least. No. And you follow eight new travelers. Each character's unique actually varies between day and night. I'm assuming that maybe you might need to go back to certain areas at certain times just so you can use like the different abilities that each character has. Yeah. Because that was one thing in Octopath Traveler where depending on who you had in your 
team or who you control and you might get different reactions or be able to access different areas or like it's sort of it also changes different people who you can interact with between day and night and how they respond to you as well absolutely again this is another game on square enix's hd 2d engine and from what we've seen it looks very very nice do you want to talk about sort of obviously the Nintendo Direct? It felt like it was a Square Enix Direct as well. Yeah, there was a lot of Square Enix stuff. Well, we've just talked about two things in a row here: Harvest Stellar and Octopath Traveler too. Yeah, and there's quite a few more as well. So, mm. well, this one's a turn-based RPG, but at least it's not a strategy RPG. Yeah, are you as adverse to them as you are strategy ones? Not as much. I wouldn't mind giving a try. Well, you know, like me and Pokemon. Pokemon is a turn-based RPG, but I yeah. kind of, I know. To me, Pokemon has quite a bit of sense, different sense of the way you explore around and you sort of just go capture them. I don't know. A lot of these but games you do. I would try it. Maybe not so much capturing things then. Well, Octopath Traveler 2, again, another game I'm looking forward to and uh, another game that I'll probably get and not get around to playing for... Well, <laughs> Octopath Traveler 3 will probably be out. Or I'll start playing it and it'll come to Game Pass. Yes. Now, next one is Tales of Symphonia Remastered. This one I had on the GameCube, and I remember it being one of the most visually stunning games I've seen, just because it had really nice anime sequences. The characters look pretty good. In all fairness, it was blown out of the water with some of its sequels, like Tales of Vesperia on the Xbox 360. Yes. But it's a, it's a good RPG, and the Tales of series relatively are seen in a very positive light. So this is coming out next year, 2023. Yeah, we don't have a definitive date, yeah. just a, a nebulous year for when it's coming out. <laughs> Let's just keep barreling on. The next one is another strategy RPG. <laughs> it's like Nintendo likes strategy RPGs. <laughs> yeah. So this one is Mario plus Rabbids Spark of Hope. Now, oddly enough, the first one of this basically played like XCOM. Except without that bullshit hit detection. Oh, what, 100% hit rate and you just And missed. you missed, yeah. Of course, of course I missed 100%. But yeah, again, this this looks good. It looks like it's a lot more involved in the battles. So you get to do things like throw an enemy into another enemy and then kick a bomb across to where they're hiding behind like a block. All of the Rabbid series, I think it's just a very bizarre mix. It of- is a bizarre crossover. And yeah. although the game isn't out, and it's one thing I really don't like, they've already announced DLC, which includes Raymond. Well, why is the games? So the game's due to release on the twentieth of October. So you know you've got just over a month. Yes, but why announce DLC already? Obviously, it's supposed to be part of the game. You just thought I haven't got it ready yet. All announced is DLC, and you have to pay for it. As I well. don't think it's necessarily that. I think they go, this is what our main game is, and this is what we're going to do is extra. But why why announce it before the game's out? It exactly. just seems greedy. Or it can colour people's perception of it like it just did yours, where you're thinking, well, are they just taking content out of the game so they can charge me even more for it in the future? Well, exactly. So it just kind of leaves a sour taste in my mouth hearing that. And let's face it, some games have done that. Looking at you, Capcom and Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. They didn't have a content ready for it to be released with the whole game. So they just held it back and released it and a week or two later just because they wanted to get it finished off. Well, I, like, I don't know point? when this DLC is coming out. No. I just know it's based around Raymond. 
really quick, there's a couple of other mentions that we won't go too much into. Pikmin 4 is a thing. So, yep. uh, hooray. You know, Pikmin's a good game. Do you know, wasn't that also a massive segment for um, the Pikmin mobile game? Yes, we don't talk about that. I felt <laughs> like that was unneeded. They didn't yeah. need that massive that's the thing. They, they were talking about Pikmin mobile game, and then they go, oh yeah, there's Pikmin 4, but we ain't going to show you anything except this one screenshot. Something like yeah, I just yeah, I didn't see the point of that bit. It just kind of yeah. bored me. I skipped past it. But this is a game that didn't get the recognition on the Wii U that it deserved. Also coming up is the next wave of tracks of Mario Kart coming. Looks like winter. Yeah, so four more tracks. There's the 21 golf courses from Wii Sports coming to Switch Sports. I used to like the golf on that. It's free DLC as well. Does pay for this. Nice and free. Sweet. So we got Switch Sports. So it's something that I'll definitely play with Samson. They also announced the next characters coming to Mario Strikers. I can't remember all of them, but I remember Diddy Kong being one of them. Yeah, Diddy Kong was one, and I think it was Paulina. Yes. Romance and Saga Minstrel Song is getting a remaster. So it's basically a remaster of a PS2 game of a remake of a SNES game. <laughs> so, yeah. Figure that one out. Not confusing. Kirby. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby. Everyone loves Kirby. Yes, and Kirby is returning to Dreamland Deluxe. Yes, so this one is just a improved version of the 2011 Wii Adventure. Now, Kirby 2D platformers, they're almost always great. So is this basically like Mario Party, but with Kirby? No, so right, this is a 2D platformer that yeah. you can play with four-player. However, it does have a lot of small mini-games in it. Okay, so you can just, play them separately. in. They're very much like Mario Party style games, but there's like no board game based around them. You just go in and go, do you know what? I want to play that mini game and just jump into it with up to three other friends. Got you. And this is due for release on the 24th of February, 2023. So what everyone wanted. At the very end, they decided to announce it. Breath of the Wild 2 has an actual title. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom which is due the 12th of May. So at least we finally got a release date. It looks impressive. Definitely one that I would, not would consider, I, I might actually pick this one up. I find that they haven't shown an awful lot of this game. Every single bit of the game they show seems the same. It jumps off a rock through some clouds. So I, no, feel, I, like I, the, I feel like they're hiding something. I don't know what. I haven't got a clue what, but... Yeah, he, he seems to be flying through the clouds. He seems to be going mm. up and down like different broken platforms of floating islands. Yeah. And there's got to be more to it than, you know, there's an upper world and a lower world or something. Are you looking forward to this? Because it's not long ago that you said you completed Breath of the Wild, weren't it? Yes. And I'm looking forward to this. I think Breath of the Wild is not... I don't know when tend to finish those style of games because, like you... You get distracted, do side missions, and then you get lost, and you're kind of like, what was I doing? And you put the game down for a bit. But I got back into it, and because I've kind of lost the spark for Pokemon, that's the next game I'm completing, and I'm just trying to find a game that's going to draw me in on the Switch that I can play just by myself. Um, and I don't feel there's many at the minute. I must admit, I don't think I'm going to pick this up. I did pick up Breath of the Wild when I originally picked up my Switch, mm. and I I liked it. I enjoyed it, but I think the openness was a bit too much. Yeah. Like a lot of other open world games, like Grand Theft Auto is another one. I have never completed a Grand Theft Auto because I end up getting sidetracked with, as you say, all the side missions. 
I don't think anyone's ever completed Grand Theft Auto. I'm sure it'll be a great game. I I don't think it'll be one that I'll buy unless I ever see it cheap. And let's face it, it's a Zelda game. I'll never see it cheap. No, you won't. Oh, it's still hold the value now. Um, I wouldn't actually mind another Horror Warriors at some point, though. And lastly, we're going to talk about the announcement that new Nintendo 64 titles are heading to Nintendo Switch Online. They announced a good fair few titles coming to the N64 for Switch Online. It's not a very diverse selection, is it? No. Well, it seems though they announced Mario Party, Mario Party 2, and Mario Party 3. Plus Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Stadium 2. That that makes up the majority of the games they announced. Yeah. The only ones we didn't mention about was Pilot Wing 64, 1080 Snowboarding, Excite Bike 64. 1080 Snowboarding, I'll be honest. I used to love that game. <laughs> I remember playing it in an airport. I don't know what shop. It might have been like a Dixon's or something. Mm. When they had an N64 set up. And me and my brother just spent our entire time while me mum and dad were looking around the duty free in this shop playing 1080 on this demo kiosk. Do you know what? I miss demo kiosks. You don't see them anymore. <laughs> the store I used to work in, we had an Xbox 360 and they had Dead or Alive on the demo kiosk. Oh, yeah. Did you ever get bored and fight with the people in the shop? That's how I got pretty decent at Dead or Alive. Look Well, playing against other people or just playing against AI? It's like, oh, you're looking at Xbox 360. Why don't we walk over here and you can have a play of what? Oh, what's that? I got it perfect. Well, in that case, you best get a PlayStation 2, you little scrub. Is this, is this against customers you're there going? I'll play anyone. I'll play anyone on that. <laughs> By the end of it, I think only customers were stupid enough to go, yeah, I think I can beat this guy. And some of them did, in all fairness. <laughs> Most of them were like, what's I'm the point? It's like, doesn't matter. It's finished. <laughs> I'm just impressed that the uh, managers didn't care. They just go and beating customers on Dead or Alive. There's a difference between not caring and not catching me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So, I really wanted that demo kiosk as well, but someone smashed it and stole the Xbox out of it. Are you joking? So I never ended up getting that. Right, anyway, the good games. The only one on there that I'm not that fond of is Excitebike 64. Isn't it just as a BMX game? Yeah, yeah. But Pilot Wings, that's pretty good. Mario Party's always good, although I'm sure even Mario Party or Mario Party 2 is the game that caused Nintendo to issue gloves with the title because it gave kids blisters from one of the mini games. Yes. I feel like were we talking about that before? Did I see something about that? We talked about that. I think we might have talked about it either last week's episode or maybe we just talked about it this last week in general. We've spoken about it somewhere. Yeah. Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium 2. It'd be nice if they did bring Game Boy games to the Nintendo Switch Online, if they give some sort of integration in it. So you could bring your Pokemon, your Pokemon from across. Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, Gold and Silver across in Stadium and Stadium 2. That'd be nice. That'd be really nice. Honestly, if they did release the Game Boy games into Nintendo Switch Online, uh, I'll definitely be paying for the expansion pass. (laughs) I think that was it, wasn't it? There was was definitely nothing else. Definitely nothing else announced. Nothing else exciting. Oh! It finally happened. Yeah. Oh, it is. Took long enough. Finally announced... So GoldenEye 007 is coming to the N64 on Nintendo Switch Online. But that's not the only place it's coming to, is it, Barry? No, it's also coming to Game Pass. Yeah. 
but I don't think you'll play it because I feel like you'll ruin your experience. I don't know. It might not be too bad. They've announced it's got dual analog support. That was one of the first things that they announced. Yes. Dual analog support. You can now move <laughs> and aim at the same time. Revolutionary. <laughs> now, first of all, unfortunately, this isn't the remake of the game that was leaked last year where it had okay. improved graphics. All right. This is just straight up the N64 game, but with new controls implemented. So is there a remake coming as well, then, I'm guessing? No, I don't think the remake's ever going to see the light of day. The one that was leaked. Okay. Now, the achievements that we talked about being leaked, where we're like, oh, maybe the remake is coming, are from the Xbox version of this game. Okay, well, I get achievements. Yes. However, in a weird twist of fate, the Switch version has an improvement that the Xbox version doesn't have. Online play. Wait, so we don't get online play? Xbox does not get online play. What? At least by the word in a bit. So it's not mentioned on the Xbox site. Okay. And the wording on the Nintendo was exclusive to the Switch version online play. I'll be surprised if Xbox doesn't seem so, wasn't it? Microsoft who kind of got 007 back onto consoles. Well, no, it would have been a joint effort between, at the very least, Microsoft and Nintendo, but I'm sure Activision would have... Oh, hang on. <laughs> who owns Activision? Yeah, or who's about to say... Activision? <laughs> um, bloody hell, Microsoft. That was a bit drastic. Did you buy Activision just so you can release GoldenEye again? <laughs> um, Six, seven billion dollars just for this one game. <laughs> They've really liked playing a Zob job in that, didn't they? So the way the Nintendo 64 emulator works is it allows you to play online and it acts as if you are playing with players locally. Do you remember when we okay. played split screen on do, uh, Sorry, Quake? Yes. And we played it online through yeah. um, Parasec, I think it was. It's exactly the same thing as that, the way it okay. works. So technically the game hasn't been enhanced with online play, but the emulator allows you to play online, play on the N64. Got you. However, one nice thing that Microsoft announced that, apart from it coming to Game Pass, so anyone who's got Game Pass, and let's face it, if you've got an Xbox, really, you should have Game Pass. However, if you haven't, but you own Rare Replay, they are retroactively adding this into Rare Replay for you. I think that's a nice little addition. It is, it is. It'd also be nice being able to see it in the other collection of rare games because it was the one game that you go like where's goldeneye <laughs> so, why have you not added it so you have to go play rare replay and see in the list yeah two games that rare are really well known for that aren't in there donkey kong <laughs> goldeneye and we ain't getting donkey kong let's face it so no never i know i've been adamant and saying i'm never gonna play goldeneye again but i'm i might replay it once it comes to either switch or xbox I would have liked to have had online play, but mm. I'm sure there might be local play. So I'm, it's oh no, just definitely four player local. Oh, there you go. Then. Again, it's just the way the Nintendo Switch emulator works. You can play four player locally, but with people across the internet. We just need to ban Phil from Odd Job. No, we need to ban everyone from Odd Job. Oh yeah, everyone. Okay, <laughs> yeah. To ban tell you the what. Use of Odd Job. Tell you what, Phil. If you're listening to this, to make up for all those times, you've got to go. Jaws, the biggest <laughs> character in the game. But yes, it also made me laugh that one of the highlights of like the improvements they've made to this is, you know, the same like full true widescreen support. 
plus a consistent frame rate, which the game was never known for. Especially if proximity mines were in play. I was about to say, I'll be, I'll be surprised if they didn't actually you know, improve it. <laughs> Bring it across. We're going to fix the frame rate, so stuff you. Uh, and you know what? That, that was that was part of the charm, though. Just laying loads of proximity mines down a corridor, wait for someone to run and start detonating them. And they detonated in like groups of five. And because the frame rate just tanked hard, like really, really bad, yeah. they were basically seeing the death coming towards them in <laughs> clusters of five in slow motion. Well, like you said, you know, seconds per frame. Exactly. <laughs> it like, went from frames per second to seconds duh, per frame. Duh. Oh, and you know, just watching it happen. I'm just going to leave my controller. <laughs> That's it. We're done. We finally made it to the end. I was, oh. I was like, oh, it won't be too long. Oh, it's wrong. It was a bit of a whirlwind tour. We didn't really dwell on many of these games too much. And don't forget, we've got Tokyo Game Show for next week as well. So we'll get to do it all over again. Yeah, I forgot about that. And what we'll do is anything we haven't covered, we'll make sure that the Nintendo Direct is linked within the show notes. So if you're on the website, go through show notes, you'll be able to view the video there. And the Sony State of Play, don't forget they did a thing. Oh yeah, they did that thing. The games that they've shown off look good. They just, we find it quite hard. Like a lot of the games we talk about are very tenuous links to being retro or retro inspired. But Sony's are most definitely in the camp of next gen modern titles. <laughs> I suppose one day they'll all be retro anyway, won't they? Yeah, true enough, and as they will be. Yeah, we should say retro, retro inspired, and future retro. <laughs> and that covers all games, and then that's it. We cover forever. Well, thanks for putting up with us. It's been a pleasure going through these games, and it'll be even more of a pleasure when we get to play them. Or in Barry's case, buy them, see them, never play them. Oh, they look damn nice in my drawer, though. <laughs> I bet they do, but for now, we have been in Retro Gaming Dads, and we'll catch you next time. And then, kicking the music. We're like... <gasps>